Welcome to the Ready to Buy podcast. The podcast for busy young professionals like you to help get yourself and keep yourself ready to buy your dream home. Series one is for all of you looking to buy your first home. And whether that's next week, next month, or even next year, we'll walk you through the process and help you build your knowledge, your understanding, and your confidence really help ensure that you have a plan in place and that you're ready to buy when you want to be. The Ready to Buy podcast is brought to you by me, Mark Humphrey of MHC Mortgage and Protection Limited. And with over 20 years of experience in the mortgage industry, we help and support people like you buy their homes on a daily basis. We are passionate about making the process simple, easy, hassle and stress-free for all of our clients and we'll be sharing our knowledge, experience and loads of useful hints and tips throughout the series. We'd love you to get in touch if you'd like some help with your own situation and you can find us at mhcmortgages.co.uk. And to make sure you never miss an episode, you can subscribe using any podcast app out there, including of course Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Amazon. Welcome to today's episode. Meet our first-time buyer one week after completion. Today we're going to meet Simone, a lovely young lady who's just got her keys within the last week or so and moved in to her first home. Simone's going to share her experience and I think you're going to find it really useful and reassuring actually, hearing from someone that was probably where you are now, possibly 12 months ago. So I'm delighted to introduce our next guest, Simone, who I met just over a year ago and was introduced to Simone. And it's great for you guys in that she has just been through the process. So literally within the last couple of weeks, she's completed on her new home. So I'm going to talk to Simone and find out a bit more about our journey. So hi, Simone. Thanks for joining. No, my pleasure, Mark. How are you? Yeah, yeah, very good. Thanks. Yeah, and and thanks for joining me on a weekend as well. That's I really appreciate that. <laughs> no worries. Excuse to get me up early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, certainly is. So it was just over a week ago, wasn't it, that you picked up your keys for the first time? How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. Um, I've still got a lot of um, furniture to put in the place, um, and yeah, need to settle in properly. But yeah, so far so good. Fantastic. Well, let's let's take a step back to sort of this time last year, because I think it was around about that time that you started thinking about buying or probably before that, to be fair, but started seriously thinking about wanting to buy your first home. So what was your situation? Where were you living and, and what were you what were you up to? Um, so at the time, just before um, I approached you, I was living at home with uh, my mum and I had been saving uh, for for a little while. Um, and I yeah, th- just thought it was a, a really nice time just to check in with you, um, see perhaps what my affordability would be uh, and just to try and get an understanding of, of what type of properties I could look at uh, and whether I was going to go for um help to buy or shared ownership or if there was a possibility I could buy um just a, a, a property outright um yeah and I think that's probably when I came to you to have the conversation 
Yeah, it's a really good point. And I, I remember it well, our, our first conversation. And it's so difficult, isn't it, sometimes? Um, I mean, you, you work for an investment bank, don't you? Yeah, so now I work for an investment bank, yeah. Yeah, um, but but actually knowing your knowing all of your options and when you start throwing in government schemes and things like that, whilst they're there and they're a great help and actually that's the path that, that we ended up going down, knowing exactly what's best for you is a minefield, isn't it? Yeah, it was really tricky. Um, and they all sound really great when you read through them online. And I did watch a couple of videos, you know, on YouTube just to try and get a bit of background information. But I kind of found the most helpful was just actually talking it through with you, um, just to clarify what are the pros, what are the cons, and maybe what's best for me for my personal situation. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it, isn't it? Because I, I think we're all agreed that when you want to go and buy a home, you'd rather do it outright, or you'd rather go and and you've got your deposit, you've got a mortgage, and you you buy through standard channels. Um, but that said, it's a case of looking at those, and actually, if it doesn't quite fit, then if you can't get the property that you want in the area that you want, then sometimes it's a case of getting that little sort of leg up and that bit of help, isn't it, onto the the housing market. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think when I came to you, I had in my mind that I wanted to uh, wanted a two bedroom place. Um, and I think that was my dream. Um, but the reality, um, I think for me being uh, got, trying to go through the process on my own, um, the reality was that I probably couldn't afford that. So I had to make some adjustments in my um, own personal expectations as well. Um, but it's good to have somebody to talk that through and to just to understand what what you know what you can do with with the deposit that you've saved up yeah that's that's a really good point Simone isn't it because actually you're you're you live in London and so actually as we all know London is is crazy or can be crazy in terms of house prices so to to be able to buy your own place buying a loan like you said and buying in the most expensive place it's a heck of a challenge and actually you should be very pleased and very proud that that you you're now on the, the housing market yeah, it feels like a long time coming. Um, it feels like I was saving forever um, to get to where I am. And it now feels a little bit surreal, actually. You know, I've got to the point where I'm a homeowner. But um, yeah, it, it is a journey and it was it was a challenge. But I think um, a lot of people are probably in the same position. And it's just about having that end goal and just trying to work towards it. Yeah, that's that's key, isn't it? Having that plan. And I guess I'm I'm interested to know about your sort of saving for your deposit as well, Simone, because it, it wasn't a small amount that you saved up. So appreciate you've got a good job, you've got a good career. So that that's a tick. Uh, that's a good start. And the fact that you live at home. So I'm guessing that you or your your mum did charge you some rent just to just to cover cover sort of the expenses of, of housing you. Yeah, she did. So um, whilst I was at home, um, I was paying uh, rent to my mum, but it was a minimal amount, nowhere near as what much as I would have been paying if I was renting privately. Um, and the benefit that it afforded me was I was able to save um, quite a large amount of money every month. Um, and I started saving, I would say, properly in about 2016. Um, that's when I opened the Help to Buy um, ISA with NatWest. Um, so that's where you can put, what, £200 in every month. And then I also opened a second Stocks and Shares ISA 
um, with Vanguard. And I just used to just split my money between the two. Um, and the reason I opted for those was because once you put the money in, it's relatively difficult to get it out. Um, so it, it meant that I wasn't um, just dipping in, you know, when you go out and you're like, oh, I want, you know, extra 50 quid for drinks. I wasn't doing that. I was actually sticking to quite a tight budget in my day-to-day life as well. Um, and I just, uh, and in between when I first started save it, saving in 2016, um, I did then go on to get a new job. So my income did increase, um, but I just made sure that I still lived on the same amount that I'd budgeted, but I just increased my savings amount. Um, it is really challenging because, you know, there's always things that you want to spend your money on. There's always holidays you want to go on. There's always festivals that you want to go to, but just to have that goal, um, that end goal of if I do this now, I'll, I should be in a, in a good place in the future. And, and it paid off. It really paid off. So, um, yeah, a little bit of, um, restraint helped me, I think. That's brilliant. And as I was going to ask you, I think you sort of answered it about sort of the sacrifices you made. Did it, did it at times, did it feel like a huge sacrifice, would you say? Or was it, is it manageable? Um, I think it's, I think it's manageable. I think, um, you can, you know, I, you can do stuff. So I, I would probably still wouldn't ever stop myself from going out, but I would just be sensible if I did go out and it was maybe more towards the end of the month, I'd probably not buy as many drinks as I would have bought, uh, at the beginning of the month, or, you know, you're tempted to buy new outfits when you go out. Um, so my, my, I think my, shopping habits changed as a result of saving as well so I actually buy quite a lot of my stuff from like secondhand so from online secondhand retailers or charity shops and that meant that I was able to you know have nice things like new outfits but it wasn't costing me 150 quid every month buying stuff from misguided so it has it, actually been quite a um a good change for me personally in lifestyle and I think it's probably something that I'll I'll maintain, um, even with just trying to put furniture in, in the property now. Um, I've bought loads of stuff of Gumtree and secondhand furniture stuff, and you can buy things like practically brand new. So um, that's just also, I think, really helpful for when you are first time living in London with not with not a lot of money. I think it's just it's handy that these things are there. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that, that really will set you up because in terms of living at home with, with your mum, you're paying a minimal rent. You're not paying council tax, utility bills, gas, electric, things like that, phone, internet, all those types of things. So actually, in terms of adjusting your spending, I will say to people buying for the first time that particularly if you're not renting and you're living at home, it can be a big adjustment. It's not just that monthly mortgage payment. It's it's all the other things that you're having to cover. So so that's actually been really helpful then, hasn't it, for you in, in terms of getting you to a place where actually you're not spending quite so lavishly and and clothes and and nights out and and all the things that we we probably we all all done as we were younger and probably have have different things to spend the money on as we get a bit older yeah exactly um and that's a really good point so when i um you, you know you have the mortgage and then when you look at all of the bills on top yeah it it, it does that does add up really quickly um so yeah, there is a temptation to want to go out and spend now you've got your mortgage, but the reality is you've got bills now, so uh, best not. Yeah, that's it. And I think as well you said about the fact that you, the savings sort of continued in earnest and really ramped up when you had that focus at the end, didn't you? 
And so sometimes having that focus, doesn't matter what we're doing in life, whether it's training for a marathon or, or anything, actually, when you've got the end goal, it's a lot easier to, to get focused and do what you need to do to get there. And, and that's, I, I talk quite a lot in other episodes about having your plan in place. And that's something that we, we had, didn't we? Once we spoke, we'd, we'd worked out actually what was going to be feasible. We'd, we'd decided that actually the help to buy option so for you living in London, it, it meant for those that haven't listened to the previous episodes about the help to buy scheme, it's a, a government um, scheme whereby for first time buyers and they will lend you in the rest of the country, they'll lend you an interest free loan of 20% of the value of the property to help with your deposit. And within the London boroughs, it will be 40%. Um, it is something you'd have to you have to pay back at some point in time. But it, it's a, like we said, a stepping stone onto the housing market, isn't it? And it and it's got you a lovely new 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 home that uh, that you moved into last week. Definitely not a silly question. Each episode, we like to answer a question that I might have been asked by a client this week because something that we don't know, no matter how big or small, particularly when it comes to money, mortgages, and finance will cause unnecessary stress. So I say to all of my clients, there really genuinely are no silly questions. And so the question this week I've been asked, why do you do the job that you do? Now, I really like being asked this question because I do reflect on this quite a lot. And as someone that has been in the mortgage industry for about 20 years, the last few years working for myself and seeing firsthand just what a difference it can make helping people, whether it's buying their first home, buying their next home, saving money, which has a big impact, say with a remortgage, on lifestyle, if it can free up money for other things. So why do I do the job that I do? Because I really love helping people and I really love making a difference. And I genuinely can say hand on heart that I see that every single day. So if you have a question you'd like to ask, anything at all, please get in touch through my LinkedIn page, I'm Mark Humphrey, or via the MHC Mortgages page on Facebook. Not only will I come back to you nice and quickly with an answer, but I promise to try and share your question in future episodes because you can be sure if you're thinking that question, there'll be plenty of other people thinking exactly the same questions. Now, there are a couple of things that I need to tell you as we're talking money and mortgages. It's important to seek advice for your own individual circumstances, okay? And whilst it might seem really obvious, a mortgage is a loan secured on your home, and your home may be repossessed if you don't keep up your mortgage payments. So in other words, if you have a mortgage or when you get a mortgage, pay it on time, you'll be fine. So let's let's go back. So describe your house search, Simone, because I know it, it wasn't the first home that you looked at, was it, that, that you sort of decided upon. So how, how did that go? Um, the house search was interesting. Um, I looked at a fair few before uh, finding 
the property that I'm in now, I probably looked at about 15 or 20. And for various reasons, they were just, everyone said to me, you'll know, you'll, you'll know when it's the one, you'll just have this feeling. And I was like, really? Do you get that feeling about a property? And you do, because when I found uh, the one I've moved into now, as soon as I stepped in, I was like, yeah, this is it. This is totally me. Um, so I think the challenges that I had in terms of the search is just how different they, you know, how they're advertised on the websites to what they're actually like. Um, there's, there's such, there's just such big differences. Also, um, the demand, I think the, the level of demand for new build properties is so high that you kind of go in and you don't really get the time to think about it because there's some somebody behind you willing to put that deposit down ASAP. Um, so I found that quite challenging as well. Um, and it, I think what I found is I, I had to look at quite a few because I didn't know what I wanted. And it was easier to go in and say, I don't like this, I don't like that. Um, and to kind of figure out what you don't like um, rather than to kind of go in straight away and think about what you do like. So I was really adamant I wanted an outside space. Um, so either a balcony or a garden. Um, and I wanted it to be in a relatively quiet area. Um, and a lot of the new builds near where I live are quite are in in the central location, so central Croydon, which is quite busy. There's not a lot of greenery. So it really was just, I think, just being a little bit patient and waiting for something that I knew I really wanted to come up. Um, and I found also that even though you do give the briefing to the estate agents around what you want, they tend to not really listen and they do call you for any, everything and everything. So it's trying to um, kind of shift through all of that as well and think about, well, is it really worth my time going to visit um, or, or isn't it? So, yeah, that's a challenge I had. But um, ultimately, I got there in the end. So, again, it is just perseverance and just sticking to your guns, sticking to what you think you want and and and. You, something will come up wow that's that's fantastic advice Simone I mean there's quite a few things I could I could sort of pick out of there but I, I think you've you hit the nail on the head that when you buy for the first time you've not done this before by definition and so going into a home then actually what what am I looking for what am I looking at and just taking that bit of time and you said there really good point when you when you're going for for a, a new build property often particularly in areas where the demand is so high or at times that we seem to be in at the moment where demand for property is so high and maybe there aren't as many properties available then you have got someone behind you waiting to to see it and, and maybe put offers in so um absolutely great advice sticking to your guns and just taking taking your time and not being rushed into things and really exploring what what will work for you because we all live slightly differently don't we and and just having having those things like you said with the outdoor space actually if that's your non-negotiable it's paid off as you said you've taken a bit of time to to wait and find that property and it's it's great that you're you've sort of seen the longer game and, and been able to sit that out and say actually I'm not going to be rushed and I'm, I'm going to get there and I, I guess with your situation where you're living at home as well every month even if it takes a few extra months every month you're at home it means you can save that bit more which whilst it's it's frustrating because you just want to find your home and be in there actually it's helping you because you've got that bit more um of a buffer or a, a bit more in the way of funds to whether that's furniture or, or what have you 
Yeah, and that's definitely um, something that I uh, tried to remind myself of when the process wasn't going as fast as I wanted it to. Um, it was like, well, actually, the pro, the, you know, the pro of it is I'm actually going to be saving a little bit extra, which is, was, of course, is going to help me in the future. So, yeah, that was something I always had in the back of my mind. I think you actually said that to me and I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point, Mark, actually. Yeah. Um, there you go. I do, I do make a few. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it it's and with with buying a new build as well i mean looking back um i think it was it was just under five months wasn't it from the point where you'd you'd have your offer accepted we organized the mortgage um application we we instructed the solicitors to picking up the keys just just last week and on a, on average i would i usually say it's sort of two and a half three months um to buy your first home but there are lots of other factors that can affect things so when you're buying a new build would I don't think it was actually finished was it the the actual property at the start no yeah so my unit was finished um and then they had some outside uh, work to do like in the patio and the gardens um, and that was what caused the delay. So they couldn't sign it off until it was all done. And I think uh, Brexit plus the the boat in the Suez Canal getting stuck um, and COVID all culminated in a series of delays in building materials, which delayed the, the final um, finish of the build. Um, so, yeah, I think I said to you that my... Um, my patience has been tested, but I, I feel like I survived. So yeah, it was it was worth the wait. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would say you, you more than survived. I, I would say sort of having been speaking with you regularly throughout, you're one of the most patient people I think I've spoken to. Um, so yeah, <laughs> don't mean this to sound patronising, but well done. And, and actually sit, sitting it out and, and we got there. And that's, that's the key thing, isn't it? And so... So we've the the day has arrived and and you've got your keys and you you've gone in. So describe that sort of moment of of walking up the walking up and opening your front door for the first time. It's yours. So how does that feel like? It was it was really exciting, but it was also quite a surreal moment. But I think because I had I started the savings journey in 2016, so that this was always the end goal. And then um, you know you 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 put the deposit down and you exchange and you go through all the contracts, and that obviously took five months. So it was quite a surreal feeling of oh my god, I've actually I've got keys. I'm a property owner. Um, but it was also really exciting um, just to kind of yeah just to step over the threshold. And, and and just have that moment um, and I was quite lucky that all my family were free on the evening that I picked up the keys so they all came and, and shared a bottle of Prosecco we ordered pizza and it was just nice just to have everybody in in I guess something that I could call my own um, so yeah really really nice feeling and um, now I have the exciting task of of decorating it and filling it with uh, god knows how many plants I'm going to fill it with but yeah all of that fun stuff to look forward to. Yeah, that's that's great, and and you're you're also in in that that really good position where there was no stress in terms of having to move everything out of where you were into the new place on on that day. I know you're sort of staggering things. You've ordered your bed and your furniture and things. So so actually you, you're you're making you're removing any sort of small amount of stress. You're helping remove it because you're not you're not having to condense everything into one day. And and I suppose living at home and, and moving out for the first time affords you the the space and and the ability to do that 
Yeah, for sure. And I've just been um, kind of loading the car out with bits midweek and just driving up, just checking on the property, dropping stuff off, coming back. So just doing it really slowly. And it also gives you time to think about where do you want things as well? Um, what type of things do I want to buy? Um, will it fit? So all of those those good questions. But um, yeah, really lucky to be able to have uh, to be able to stay at mum's, my mum's until um, yeah, get all get all the stuff sorted. Yeah, fantastic. And so last question then, Simone. So is there anything, I mean, I've, I'd commend you on how organised you've been. So it's a five-year savings journey. I don't speak to that many people buying for the first time that have been saving for that long. Um, I think the principle is the same, that actually it's never too late and start and get organised and get focused. But um, is there anything that you would do differently now, knowing what you know now at the start of the process? I, w- I will say not really. Um, there isn't really anything I would do differently, no. Um, I would just say it's always really, you've been of like such a valuable help. I think you were, um, you and your team, you're always on hand to provide me with any information, ask any questions. So I think I would always just urge um, people to seek out a trusted mortgage advisor. Um, you obviously um, came we put, were put in contact um, through a mutual connection. So I think that's always really helpful. Um, so I would just say, just make sure you get a, a trusted mortgage advisor and they'll kind of help guide you through through the process. Um, if I didn't have you, I probably would be a lot more stressed because I probably wouldn't know what was going on. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of all I would say on it. And in reflection, it's been, it's been as good as it can be. There's delays, but I think you just have to factor that in, into the, into the process. Um, so yeah, that's it really. Nothing really I would do differently. No, that's it. I'm, I I didn't think there would probably be anything actually, just because you've got the the, the home that, that you were looking for. You've been patient, you've saved. So so actually you've, a lot of the things that you've done would be things that I'd recommend that people, if you're looking to buy your first home, be like Simone, follow Simone's example. So um, <laughs> start saving earlier that's probably what I would have done saved all those tenors I used to get in my cards as a seven-year-old <laughs> and not spend it on sweets but yeah apart from that <laughs> that's it yeah that's it I think we can forgive you that I think five years of saving I think yeah. that is that's, I'm, that's in, <laughs> impressive I'm I certainly wasn't saving for five years for my first home so, so well th- th- thanks so much Simone for sharing your experience with us it's been great both today and and to sort of watch you and help you through the process so yeah, looking forward. Maybe we can get you on in a couple of years' time, and let's let's follow your sort of journey. See where you are then. And yeah, that's the plan. That'd be great. Fantastic. Right. We'll take care, Simone, and look forward to speaking soon. Thanks so much for listening today. I really hope that you've enjoyed the episode and found it helpful. We'd love you to join us next time for the season finale. We're going to be talking to Leanne and James, a lovely young couple who are helped by their first home back in 2018. We hear about their journey and how things have gone for them since, including some big news for them this year. In the meantime, you can help us reach and help many, many more people like yourself by leaving a five-star review on whichever platform you get your podcast and by sharing the podcast on your social media channels. So until next time, take care.